Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Truth Elation's Tough Love Notes. I am your host, comedian Arana the Virgo. This podcast is for God's people. This podcast is spiritual encouragement for those who seek God and God's will for their life. This podcast is for people out there who are new converts to the Christian faith. Brother, sister, I love you. And I'm so excited about your decision to live a godly life. And God has called me to love on you and be spiritually responsible for your spiritual growth and maturity. This podcast is for people who feel spiritually estranged from their faith. These people feel spiritually estranged from their faith and they're looking to be a part of a soul family. I'm 35 years in with my walk with Christ and I've lived all the previous mentioned stages of development. Either I am you right now or I've been you, such as back when I was a new Christian convert. My assignment is to seek you out and steer you back to God because he loves you, he misses you, and he wants the best for you. My goal of this podcast is to aid and facilitate in your spiritual recovery and your spiritual maintenance because this is a daily walk. Every day we walk with him, every day we lean on him, we depend on him, and by faith we grow with him. If you enjoy this podcast, I highly suggest you check out my website, which is www.aranathevirgo.com. That's spelled www.aaronathevirgo.com. Check that website out to see more of what I'm about and how you can support this podcast, which is simply so a seed of gratitude. You can also check out my YouTube channel, Arana the Virgo, and subscribe or join my YouTube membership for additional perks and services. Thank you for choosing to listen to Truth Elations, Tough Love Notes, and I hope today's episode blesses you. Let's begin. I'm feeling Missy Live. This got me Missy High. I want to stack up all my chips and live that Missy Live. I'm getting... What's up, you guys? It's your girl, Arana the Virgo. Welcome back to Tough Love Notes, formerly known as Tough Love Tweets, but y'all know they took my Twitter, so there's a wrap on that. 
but whatever. I switched up the hair because I got bored. Your girl got bored. I did my, um, I had a whole nother wig, right? And then I flat ironed it. It had layers. It was really pretty for like 10 minutes and then it got on my nerves. And then I'm about to dye my hair back blonde tomorrow. So oops. <laughs> Next week, the video is going to look a little different and be back to the blonde. Anyway, first we're going to fix these levels because I realized that my levels were off when I first started recording, but yeah, that sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. I, I'm so fine, fine. If you're black, we can sing. Bye, bye, bye. Wait. That's my side. Throw it up. I'ma throw it down until I die. Shout out to Toby and Fat Wigway. Honey, that song been on my mind, been in my head for like two, three days. Ever since they did the Jimmy Fallon show. And I saw it. I was like, okay, they killed that. First and foremost, they killed that. Okay, shout out to Toby and Fat Weegway. But that song is in my... It's good. It's good, good, y'all. It's super good. I can't... I just can't stop. I, just, I be minding my business. I be cleaning up, making... <laughs> I'm so far, far. If you're black, we can sing. Bye, bye, bye. Where? Them dudes was showing out. All three of them. First of all, the girl... Both of the guys, they were showing out. Them little singers, they were showing out. Okay, them, ugh, child. Mm, I am just too through. The whole thing was beautiful. The kids was on stage behaving and stuff. Listen, y'all, they was just too cute. The color was cute. Shout out to them. That's, it was fabulous, and I can't stop singing it. That song right there, I don't care what the Grammys did, okay? I really don't care what the Grammys did. Y'all did that, okay? Y'all did that. Ooh, I love that song. This is episode 13, by the way. Welcome, welcome. Come on in. If this is your first time coming on in, come on in, come on in. Thank you for joining me. Make sure you hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and come on back. I do this Mondays and Wednesdays on my YouTube channel. Mondays and Wednesdays on my YouTube channel. So we got to talk about a few things. Um, In Monday's episode, episode 12, we talked about sexuality. We talked about music, the Grammys, and then we talked about profanity. And then with each of those things, I gave y'all the biblical verses, like the biblical base, right, of what God said in relation to those things. So today is going to be no different. I like the flow of everything that was established in that episode. And so this episode kind of want to piggyback a little bit on that, but then take it into new territory. What do I mean by that? Well, first, we're going to start off with the sex category again. Um, I'm not going to rehash everything I said in episode 12 because I want you to go back and watch episode 12. But what I will say is we need to talk about porn addiction because, yes, we need to talk, because if we talked about sex, we got to talk about porn addiction. It's related. Okay. Amen. Now, um, with porn addiction, right? We're not really supposed to be indulging in porn like that, right? Because we're supposed to be sexually active within marriages, like that's what is intended. But society is so wild, right? And then <laughs> sometimes you get a little lonely, uh, 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 all that stuff, right? So, uh, you know, it happens, right? Now, me personally, right? Uh, I don't have a porn addiction, right? Uh, but I have partaken. I, I have, I do partake. Not currently now, because, you know, right now, I'm on some other stuff. But, but, I have partaken. And the thing is, right, for people that's in that journey, in that boat right now, you really don't want to be there, because, you know, that ain't really where we're supposed to be right now. You know, we got to pray in the spirit and tell God, hey, take this up off us, because we in lust right now, and this ain't what you really want. Uh, for us, and this ain't really what we want to be because we really want the real thing, but we kind of just like out here playing with ourselves literally because we <laughs> aren't waiting on the real thing or whatever, right? So, 
to my brothers and sisters in Christ, right, that are struggling with porn addiction, first of all, let me just say this. I don't judge you. I feel you. I understand you, okay? I I was you. I would say I am you, but I'm not really you right now because actually I got good news, and that's what I'm going to share because I want to help because I know we in this boat together, right? Uh, I don't mind telling on myself because there is nothing that nobody is out here doing in the world that can make me feel bad about what I'm doing when I'm doing my best to be right. And I know that what I'm doing is really kind of close to what God really wants more than what other people are doing. Not to say that we all in the comparison game because we ain't going to never win that game. In fact, God has so designed sin, right, that it don't really matter what we out here doing, right? Because the fact that we're doing something, we're still all equally on some BS in God's eyes, in real life. Like, he's not looking at the different sins people are doing and saying, oh, you did that? Uh, well, you could at least did this like them. He don't even look at that. It's all the same, right? So it don't even really make any point to try to act pious. It just doesn't because you're not saved by your works. You're not saved by how good you're acting. You're saved because of his grace. Because we all out here messing up, okay? I almost said the F word, proud of myself. But to my brothers and sisters who in this season, if we in this boat together, like, and I'm going to include myself in this boat because I've been in this boat, but I walked out the boat. I got out the boat though, okay? That's the point. I got out the boat. I'm not in the boat. And so if you at least want to make the steps to get out the boat, let me help you. I'm sharing because I want to help you because I want us all to be right as much as we can. Um, God heals. God heals. He really does heal. He really does offer restoration because I don't even like porn the way I used to. And this is being real. Like, you know, um, I want to talk about it because I know y'all watching it. First of all, it's a billion dollar business and they ain't making that money out of nowhere. And they ain't just making that money from people who don't profess to know Jesus. Because I know that there's people that's professing the love of Jesus that watches it always. Okay. Um, watches it also was what I was going to say. But that was a Freudian slip. And maybe God wanted me to put that in there. So I ain't going to even edit that out. I used to stay down the street from Chatsworth, by the way. So I've seen some things. Okay. All them used to come in my bar when I worked at TJ Fridays. I just want to say that. So I didn't seen some things. But the point is this. God heals. I don't even like porn the way I used to, to be honest. It's kind of a turnoff, which is cool because um, what it's doing right now, this is why I'm saying it's like restoration. What it's doing right now is in the ways that you would, you know, feel like, man, oh, ooh, ooh, something is throbbing down there. I need to make it happen. What can I? Okay, I need to rub something. Let something rub on me. Like, you know, you'll turn on stuff, right? You want to, oh, okay, I'm just trying to watch something real quick to see, okay, what they doing? Okay, oh, that look good. Okay, that's, okay, it look good. Let me see, let me see. Right, or whatever, right? And you're doing that, right? And it. It's, it's gotten to a place now where you're looking and you're like, oh, okay, I, okay. <laughs> first of all, these titles, these titles are throwing me all the way off, okay? The, the titles are a no for me. It turn, it takes you out of the mood. It, it's 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 too much going on. I just, uh, uh. like, I'm not even really interested in that. Like, I'm actually interested in seeing something that's, like, intense. I'm actually interested, right, in seeing intense human connection. And if they're really into it and if they're kissing a lot, I want to see that. I, I would want to see that. I'm not, it's not enough of that no more. <laughs> now they're doing a whole lot of stuff. I, we ain't going to get into details because if you know that means you're watching, first of all, mm -hmm, caught you. But if you don't know, you don't need to know because it's, it's BS. You don't need to get caught into that cycle of nonsense because that's what it is. It's a cycle of nonsense. Um, it's just way too much. It's, and it's a turn off. It is a turn off. I'm not even joking. And you're scrolling. <laughs> And you're like, you know, it is a sad thing when the porn, number one, is boring. Like the porn, I mean, I get what y'all doing. I see it. But, you know, I don't want to see all that. That's not, 
All right, what else y'all got? What else y'all got? And then you realize, dead in the middle of it, the act of what you're doing, you're like, you know what? I can just turn all this off, touch myself, fall asleep, and be all right, right? So then you turn it off, and then, you know, whatever happens, happens. But the point is, it's like it's not even it's it's not even fulfilling. And so I remember, well, I don't remember. It wasn't that long ago. I mean, it was actually like, it was before the new year. <laughs> It was before the new year. That's all I'm going to say. We're in 2023, though. It's a, new, it's a new year. The point is this, though. Um, so it's like, like, I was talking to God, okay? And I was like, uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for taking this off of me. Because now I don't even care. It's like, it, it's, 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 uh, it's so far away from what I'm interested in. To the point that it's not even entertainment no more. It's not even the stimulation I'm seeking no more. I was grateful. The point is I was grateful because God took that off of me, right? And it reminded me of uh, something I was once told, whereas the more you just give it to God, and, and, and this is in earnest. This is not even just cap or just something to sound good and feel good. No, it's real. I'm telling I'm telling you, I'm putting I'm putting myself with you. I ain't even telling on you, but if this is you, you know it's you. So you just watching me and don't nobody know it's you, but you know it's you. And if you know it's you, you need to listen. If you don't want this to keep being you, okay? God will take it off of you. Like if you if you in earnest tell God, hey, look, I really want to do it the right way, but not only that, this don't even compare to doing it for real. It's not the same. It's not the same. Doing it for real is doing it for real and it feels good and it, it just don't replace that, okay? So I want to do it for real. I I'm, 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 I don't want to do it for fake. Like, I, I mean, fake is, is some stuff I'm doing because I'm bored. But I don't, yeah. So what we need to do, God, is work on bringing it into reality for me so I can have, like, the real thing because I miss the real thing and I want the real thing. And you can do all things. So I'm glad I don't have to do this thing no more. But when you when you speak to God in earnest, he will, the the desire will leave you if you don't, he can take it off of you. I'm, I'm going to explain. I asked previously, right, to have this taken off me because I didn't want to deal with the shame and stuff like that. And that's the thing. Like the whole act of it, right? No matter what, like no matter how you feel and no matter what makes you go, let me just scroll over there. Let me see what I see. No matter what prompts the initial actions, when it's all said and done, you just be like, <laughs> you're like, oh, just, I don't want to do this again. But you know, I be wearing myself out. So I just, <laughs> I just go to sleep. I mean, and then that was my excuse for a long time. I just want to go to sleep real fast. You know, just, I just need to relax. I've had a lot of anxiety. I just need to relax. I just want to go to sleep, you know, but God has been giving me like deep sleeps lately without me doing nothing. Like I just catch myself on the sleep now and I'd be gone. I'd be out for hours. So I'm grateful for that too. I, I could just go to sleep. I have a lot of peace. I can just go to sleep now. Um, the scripture that I want to offer to you guys today in relation to that, when you're asking God to take it off of you, and we're going to um, reference this scripture a few times because it's a really good one. Um, it's in 1 Corinthians. I want to say it's 1 Corinthians 10. Uh, let me just find the full one. Hold on. Oh, I'm, I'm not a heathen. I am a little bit, but not as much as I, it is 1 Corinthians 10. Yes. I love it when I know exactly where it is because I, I, mm -hmm, we just, I just love when I know exactly where it is because a lot of times I don't be knowing. So here's the scripture that'll help y'all. First Corinthians ten thirteen. 13. Uh, this is the new international version, but 
No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He is. This is a testimony that he's faithful. Seriously. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. God then made it so that I don't even find it pleasing. I don't, it, I, it, I, I just, I don't, it's not, I'm not all the way disgusted by it now, but it's, I'm just, I'm not interested. It's just like, I, I don't have the desire. I was like, oh. Oh, this is just, uh, and these titles, uh, let me get off. Of it. Mm -mm, mm -mm. And then you remember that experience. And as long as you keep replaying that experience, like it's not going to be all that. Let's just, let me do the Lord's prayer. Let me think about something else. Let me get productive. Let me like, you start focusing on the other activities that you could be doing. So you could take your mind off those activities and naturally you'll just fall asleep. You'll just, <laughs> it'll just, it'll be easy. Okay. But the full verse, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But, but when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure. God will always make a way of escape. That's the way it says in King James Version. He is faithful that he will provide a way of escape um, with the temptation. You're going to receive the temptation and with all the temptation, there's still going to be an option left for you to opt out, right? You don't have to keep proceeding down this road, knowing you on this road and this ain't the road you're supposed to be on. Okay. He's going to provide you an access road where you could just slide on, get on out that jam, just slide over and go, you know, somewhere a little bit more holy. Okay. And you can stay focused on Jesus. Amen. Amen. So I just wanted to put that in y'all spirit. Before I get into the other two topics, let me say this. If this is your first time watching me, I want to let you know, and if you watched me before, I want to give you this reminder that these tough love notes, right, um, is truthful talk, right? It's real talk where I am breaking down some things that, you know, you might need to know. Some of the stuff you may not want to hear, but the stuff I'm saying is for your good, okay? And specifically when we talk about things related to Christianity, one of the things that's very important to me um, and something that I am definitely being called to very strongly, um, been called to it for a while, but I'm in the season where God is like, uh, hello, uh, we don't do this or not, you know? Um, but one of the things I'm, I'm called to, right, is to help people, right, navigate their Christian journey, to help, to offer support, okay, for new Christian converts, um, for new generation Christians, get back to that in just a second, um, and, and people who feel forgotten about by God. Maybe you've been on this journey for a while and maybe some things have happened on your journey, right, where it's kind of hard to keep the faith. You know, people be full of crap, so, you know, it, it's kind of hard. You be wanting to be righteous, but then you look at the real things that's going on, you're like, no, you know what I'm saying? So stay focused on Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm your girl. Okay. That's what we're doing together in this together. Right. Especially the new generation, these babies, these teenagers, these young adults, the people that's turning 18 coming out into the world. We have to find a, a very accessible way to get the Bible in their life, a, a, a very real way where they can have biblical application to their lives, train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they old, they won't depart from it. You know what I'm saying? So for people who are new converts, you're a child. We're all children of Christ. No matter how old we are, we'd be 85. We still going to be a child of God. You know what I'm saying? Um, and when you're new, you feel like an infant in it because it's new and you you're excited about it. And 
I want to be one of the people that pour into you because it's going to be a lot of people that's going to taint your journey. I'm, you know, like <laughs> mask off. Let's just jump right into it. It's going to be a lot of people that taint your journey. Um, and it, it's my hope and it's my prayer that I can make contributions that will help people stay biblically centered because it's really, you know, what's what's in the Bible, right? We, we were left the Bible for a reason. And um, I don't know where, you know, y'all come from or what level y'all on. But when I grew up, you know, the Bible was an acronym for basic instructions before leaving earth. Bible, basic instructions before leaving earth. And that's how we have to use it. We have to use it like the manual. We have to use it like the instruction booklet. When you buy new electronics, right? new, you know, appliances, whatever. They come with an instruction manual. A lot of times we don't read it because we smart and we think we know everything. But if you read the instruction manual, you will see from the manufacturer of the thing, what the thing is fully capable of doing. From reading the instruction manual, you can see all the different functions of what it can do and how you can apply it and what you might like that it offers, what, what feature it has that could be to your greatest benefit you know what I'm saying? It's all in the instruction manual, right? The Bible is no different. The Bible is that instruction manual, right? To show you um, how you can mature in Christ, how you can mature as a Christian, how you can learn and grow and face challenges, challenges of the world, challenges within yourself. That's why we talked about the pornography addiction. Challenges within yourself, um, all those things. It's, it's, a, it's a way to, you know, walk yourself through it with God. Now, the more you stay in your word and you pray, you know, because faith without works is dead, do both. And the more you stay in communion with God, he's going to guide you. And then your Holy Spirit is going to activate, right? And you will get guidance, you know, um, on how to navigate the situations. You know, lo, I'll be with you always. You know, he's with you in spirit all times. He left his word behind so he can stay with you at all times. You know, it's kind of like reading the love notes of, you know, somebody that's on a, a trip. <laughs> somebody went on a trip and they write you letters. You know, we don't do that no more because we're so disconnected in society. Like, child, die. nobody writes nobody letters about nothing no more. Moving forward in tough love notes, right? For my Christian sisters and brothers, because, you know, I got to represent for y'all. Because like I said, um, I'm moving more and more towards my assignment. And that is it, you know, to make sure that I am providing good food. Okay, good biblical food that can keep um, new generation Christians, young Christians, uh, people whose faith is shaky, people feel, who feel forgotten about God, um, a little bit more biblically centered. And just offer food where they can apply the Bible in you know their everyday life, for real, for real. And the, the best part about applying the Bible to your life, here's the best part, you ready? It's such a personal experience. It don't got nothing to do with nobody else, so it don't even matter. It don't even matter. It don't matter what everybody else is doing. It don't matter how they do it. You can just take the word and do you because God is the one you're in communion with. God sees everything. You ain't getting nothing past him. There is nothing that exists that he don't know about. God doesn't even have the capacity to have the emotion of surprise. He's an omnipotent spirit. He's everywhere. Nothing. There's nothing that has been invented that exists right now that God don't know about. And God created the earth and everything in it. So when you start to think, of, this is for all my people um, who like to, you know, diss astrology and things like that. First of all, you don't have any control on when you're going to die. 
You don't know the day, the time, or the hour. You have no control, zero, right? You didn't have any control on when you was born. You you didn't make the call. It wasn't you who kicked your mom in the stomach with that one good time, and that was the time because you decided you was ready. God decided when it was time for you to hit this earth, when it was time for you to take your first breath, and he decided when it was time to take your last breath. That was all an act of God. Now, how marvelous is it that in that act of God, in that movement of God, it was arranged in such a way that your entire life path can be mapped out for you if you actually took the time to learn about yourself and love yourself and get useful information of how the universe that you was born in works and how it works for your good. Now, once again, like we was talking about in the previous episode about marriage and sex, just because God creates something. And then people who don't believe in God, people who don't believe in Jesus, want to partake in that thing that God created and do what they want to do with it. It doesn't um, cancel out uh, the entire institution. It doesn't cancel out the entire creation. It doesn't negate. That was the word I was looking for. It doesn't negate the entire creation, the entire thing, just because someone else used their free will, which is also a gift from God. I mean, that part, uh, they use their free will to do something negative. And the funniest thing, shout out to Pastor James T. Meek, Salem Baptist Church, Chicago. I, I believe James Meek said this, but shout out to him. Because the funny thing is, right? When people don't like what other people are doing with something that God created, or when people want to diss something that they don't like, it was something that God knows everything about, okay, that God created, but they don't like it. Let's say astrology or whatever, right? Um, it's interesting, right? How people recognize that something exists and people can do what they want to do. And the only time it makes perfect sense to them is when it comes to money. Follow me. If you got $20, what you choose to do with that $20 is your business. You Nobody can tell you what to do with $20. You're going to do what you want to do with it. Now, if you want to use that $20 to buy groceries, or if you want to use that $20 to gamble, if you want to use that $20 to go to a strip club, if you want to use that $20 to buy sex or whatever you want to use the $20 for, that doesn't make it not be $20. Just because you took it when it was in your hands and did something else. It's still $20. It's still currency. It's not going to not be currency. Just because you took it and did something that somebody else think is unfavorable, uncool, or whatever. You know, negative, whatever. Throw whatever adjective you want in it. But you get the point. See? Applicable. Uh-huh. Amen. So my other aim with Tough Love Notes is to make sure that I am helping other Christians fortify their faith. It's my hope that with this series, throughout the longevity of this series, for however long I do it and you know, this engagement that we have together, that with each episode, you get stronger in your faith. You know, um, like I said, your relationship with God is so unique. It's so special. It's so important. And it's, it's, it's one of the most important relationships you'll ever entertain in your life. You understand? And so you want to take it seriously, right? And you want to give it your all. Why not? You know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all things will be added to you. Everything will be added to you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. You get it right with God. God is going to make sure you good. He Listen, you go God's way, there's going to come blessings, restoration, healing, everything. 
Okay. Um, now, if you try to go the other way with other people, mm, the devil's game is to steal, kill, and destroy. He want to confuse you. He want to take all your stuff. He want to leave you with nothing. He wants to destroy everything. The devil is very anti-creation. And so the devil hates creators. It's even, I mean, you even see it in on, online, on the internet. People who are creative, people aren't excited about creative people. People are not excited about people who can make something out of nothing. That is a God-like quality. God is the ultimate creator. And we all got a little bit of God in us. When we respond and when we activate our inner creator, that is another way of worship. That is another way of connecting to our creator. And in that fellowship of creating, you know, we're letting God use us. I want to try to inspire my fellow Christian brothers and sisters to stand firm in their faith. Okay, because really, if we really put it all in perspective in the greater scheme of things, the stuff that we're facing is light work. It's light work. Our ancestors, people who really rode and died for the faith, lived and died for the faith, they was fighting giants. They was fighting lions, tigers, bears, goliaths, all these things. We fighting just negative opinions and assholes. <laughs> That's all we fight. We fight negative opinions, bitter humans, you know, people like they... Yeah, we battle not against fresh and blood, but principalities. We definitely battle on that, but they was battling that too. Because, you know, Satan got a little ego. Everything is always about him, okay? And so he always trying to make you feel small and make you feel like you doing the wrong thing and make you feel like you stupid. But we ain't got to pay him no mind. He's easy to ignore. Because when you abide in God, you know, it's easy to dismiss him. So what we really need to do is just focus on us and stay centered and, 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 and make the um, commitment to ourselves. Moving on to the final two topics, covert lesbians, come in here. Let me talk to you. Come on, sisters, let's talk. Because uh, I'm myself, I'm me, so I get hit on by men and women. They have been for over two decades. The point is this, overt lesbians, shout out to y'all, okay? Shout out to y'all for being yourselves and making your requests be made known and advertising and promoting what you all about, okay? That takes courage. It takes courage. And you're doing that, kudos to you. No problem with you whatsoever. I respect what you own, okay? I'm a man my business. I'm a man my business. Do what you do. Covert lesbians, let me talk to you, okay? Girl, sis, ma'am, you cannot woman empower me to join your team. It's not going to work, okay? Now, um, you're not like the overt ones, okay? You're not like the overt sisters, okay? Which I would appreciate more because I know what they own, and I can appreciate them for who they are, and I can express what I'm on to them, and they're going to be okay because they know what they own, Okay? But you other ladies, okay? Y'all doing a little too much. I get it. And it's, it's it's nice being nice, sis. I get it. I can be nice too, sis. I get it. But, you know, friendship is one thing. But what we're not going to do is, you know, keep trying to edge in because you think a sister having some man problems and, you know, we're going to get cool and I'm going to make you the choice. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Sis, you have nothing. Listen, there is nothing you can do that can compete with me sleeping on my man's meat. That it wasn't supposed to rhyme, but it does. Sis, there is nothing you can do that can compete with me sleeping on my man's meat. That You can't compete with that. I'm sorry. It's five stars. It's amazing. You don't have the power. You are not equipped to trump the feeling of me falling asleep on my man's meat. It's amazing. Ma'am, nobody's giving that up for you. It's not happening. It's not happening. 
okay? It's an amazing feeling when y'all fall asleep and then he pull you close and y'all all nestled and you in his little strong arms and stuff and then the meat is resting right back on your booty and you're like, oh, it feels great. It's okay. And we're asleep. And then, you know, y'all just go to sleep and then y'all stay like that because, you know, y'all really love each other and shit. So it's amazing. And then you get up and go to the bathroom and then... <laughs> You come back, you like, oh, he looking all cute and peaceful. Let me get, let me let him get his beauty sleep. So then you slide in the bed ever so gracefully, and you know you lay on the edge, and he get his strong arm and pull you closer, and you back on the meat. It's amazing, sis. You're not competing with that. There's nothing you can do that can compete with that. It it, it, it overrides you, ma'am. So I just want to let it be be known. Okay, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Good luck to you and whatever you want. I, I, no judgment. I, it's not my business. I don't even care. I'm just letting my request be made known. Ma'am, I'm trying to fall asleep on the meat. That's what I want. <laughs> you don't have the meat. It's not going to be the same. And I don't care what you want. You don't have the meat. I want the meat. And I want to fall asleep on it. That's my point. The first time, y'all, I've been hearing the story of Adam and Eve since I was a kid, right? Um, I've been in church since I was five, right? I'm 40 years old. Uh, and child, I'm 40 going on. 45. I'm 40 going on 55. I'm, I've always been an old soul, child. I'm 40, but I'm, you know, okay, amen. So I'm listening, right? And she's talking about the part where God puts Adam to sleep, right? Takes his rib and creates Eve and presents it to him. And in that moment, because I was actually praying and saying my own stuff at the same time while she was saying what she was saying and citing that Bible verse, right? Genesis 2, chapter 21 through 23. I was having my own little conversation with God. And right in the heat of that, I was blown away because I was like, wait a minute. I was like, God, he has to be older. Because think about this, y'all. Like, listen, first time, first time this ever hit my spirit. Never hit my spirit ever before. I was like, God, he has to be older. He has to be older. Because Adam was older. Adam already existed. Adam was already established. He was a thing. All right. He was a thing doing his thing. Right. And Eve came later. Eve existed because Adam existed. God didn't make Eve first. He made Adam first. Eve existed because Adam existed. So Adam was existing and he was existing for some time. Right. And then from Adam came Eve. So the guy would have to be older because you would have to take from a guy that already existed before I got here to make me. The prayer is specifically talking about being the helpmate of the man that God breathed life into. So God breathed life into a man, right? And that man, he took his rib and created a helpmate that was suitable and comparable to him. So he had to already be here, have his rib taken, for God to create something that's made for him from him. God had to create something made for him from him. So she had to come after him. So she's not older than him. She's coming after him because he's creating something for him from him. It hit me deep. It hit me deep. God was creating something for Adam from Adam. So the person, the woman that God is creating for Adam, from Adam, came after Adam. She didn't precede Adam. She came after Adam. It blew my mind, y'all, because it made me think. I was like, you know what? I was older than my husband, and we didn't make it out the first year. I was like, you know what? My mom was five years older than my dad, and their marriage was a mess. 
their marriage was horrible, okay? And when I think about, you know, the aunts and uncles that I told y'all about that had these 20 to 50 year marriages, like, you know, some some couples were together for 20 plus years. Uh, my uncle Bob and Bev, they've been married 50 plus years because they was married 50 years, like six years ago. So they on, they on their way to 60 years because they both living still. And Uncle Bob is older than Aunt Beverly. And I'm like, I'm looking at all of the couples that, you know, I grew up around and I, I watched, you know, as I was, you know, coming along. And I'm like, yo, there may be something to that. Because I can speak from experience. I'm just speaking for myself. And once again, we got to put this in context. This is for my Christian sisters and brothers, okay? Because if you don't subscribe to God and you don't believe in Jesus, you won't even feel like this matters to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody, like, everybody was older than me. You know what I mean? The only person who wasn't older than me was my ex-husband. And young men like me. Like, I get on by a little bit of everybody. You know what I'm saying? But with the younger men, it just, it never, it never feels like something I'm interested in. Because I'm not trying to be nobody's mama. Because I don't even really get intimate with everybody. Like, I mean, <laughs> I know what it might appear to be. But I, I mean, I don't. But it's like, it don't. That's the reason why I don't. Because it's like, it don't even feel like... This is something that's equally yoked. That's basically what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying, upon further review, I think there may be something to it. Like when you really look at the makeup of a lot of relationships that tend to have staying power, usually the guy is older than the girl. Usually the younger man is looking for a come up. He wants somebody to take care of him. Very rarely do you see couples where the woman is older than the man, but the man just got it. He got it and he got her. It happens. I've seen it before. But upon further review, I don't think I've seen it that often. I, I think I've seen it more in the dynamic of when the woman is older. The guy's just there to get him some Jordans and, you know, come up off of whatever he could get. Because she divorced and she didn't got this alimony. And little boy, I could buy you. Just, you know, screw me good and then go play a little video game. I'm going to get some sleep. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just, hmm, there's something to it. That's all I'm saying. There's something to it. But anyway, let's not keep you too long. I love y'all so much. Thank y'all for tuning in. I hope this was helpful. I hope this was insightful. Hope you laughed a little bit because laughter is medicine. But in the meantime, in between time, I pray that you stay healthy, that you stay safe and protected until we meet again. Love you. Bye. Thank you once again for listening to Truth Elation's Tough Love Notes. I've been your host, comedian Arana the Virgo. Remember to check out my website, www.aranathevirgo.com. That's www.aaronathevirgo.com. If you would like to sow a seed of gratitude or support this podcast, that is the best place to go. Also, if you like my style and you want to see more of my creative content, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel or join my YouTube membership group. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify. It's absolutely free to do that. In the meantime, I pray that you are healthy, safe, and protected until we meet again. God bless you. I'm feeling Missy Live. This got me Missy High. I want to stack up all my chips and live that Missy Live. I'm getting...